guys, my name is Molly, and welcome to my podcast, The Importance of Everything. And with that, let's get into the episode. So welcome to episode one, everybody. I'm super excited. I'm your host, Molly, um, and today I'm talking with one of my best friends in the world, Bella Jackamick. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, Happy to be um, here. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, today, uh, our topic for the episode um, is the importance of talking about the future slash the typical high school experience. Um, so, Bella, we're going into yeah. grade 12 in like a matter of days. That freaks no, me we're out. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, I refuse to accept that. Um, no, we're not. That just, it sounds so crazy to me because, like, in all of the movies that we would watch as kids, like High School Musical and all of that, um, the main characters would always be, like, in grade 11 and grade 12, and, like, now we're that old. And Yeah, like, yeah. Taken, we are older than, like, the people in the first High School Musical, because they were in grade 12, uh, grade 11, and now yeah. we're in grade 12, so we're older than... Uh, Troy and Gabriella in the first movie, and that is yeah. terrifying because that means somehow, they're crusty. I know, I know. Um, somehow we're still older than uh, like the kids in Riverdale. <laughs> oh my god, I, I refuse to believe that like children younger than us are like doing that weird stuff in the shower. Like, no, absolutely nope. not. <laughs> Yeah, we, we oh. keep it PG-13. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, how's high school been for you? Like, three years in, going into fourth? Um, you know, if I were to rate my experience on a scale of one to ten, I would give it a solid six. Um, like, and you why? know, nothing, nothing bad has happened. Nothing great has happened. Obviously, I have a few pretty solid friends. <laughs> Not you, Molly. You suck. This is charity work. For <laughs> Thank me. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, kidding. But I just I feel like just watching high school movies, coming of age movies as a kid, I thought it would be so much better. Like I thought the school spirit would be so much higher. I thought I'd have my Troy Bolton moment, and <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it would be a lot bigger than it is, but it has been low key and I'm not disappointed. It's just different. And I feel like people say that high school is such a significant part of your life, but I just, I just don't think it is. Like, I think it's just four years that, you know, it's going to be over in nine, eight months and yeah. we're just going to move on. Like, I feel like it's not as big as people say it is. Yeah. I feel like, like one of the most common things that people say is like high school um, will be like the best and worst years of your life but like for me like especially now that we're kind of on the other end of it um, my stance is like I don't really want high school to be the best years of my life you know like experience yeah. the best years of your life when you're 13 to 18 and then it's just downhill from there like I feel like we have so much time in our lives to like just for everything you know Exactly. Like, if anything, I want to peak in like my mid 20s or in my 30s, or maybe even in yeah. my 40s, like, you know, at least halfway through, 
Um, yeah. I feel like, like you said, it's way too early to peak because like, if you peak at 18, then where do you go from there? You're still a kid. <laughs> it's just like, downhill from have, there. You have 60 years left on average. Yeah. Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, that's like one of the most, um, I guess, surprising things that I've learned about high school is like, like from my high school experience as well, like I kind of had this whole idea, um, especially in grade nine and grade 10 of like what a typical high school experience should be. Um, and I kind of felt like I wasn't living up to that because like you would see all these like coming of age movies about like, I don't know, like what high school was supposed to be like. And it's just, it's so not realistic. I know, like, I feel like people just need to throw their expectations for the ideal high school experience and just like come out of it having their high school experience. Cause like, I don't know, I feel like not everyone can have the Troy, I'm gonna keep going back to High School Musical cause that's the first movie <laughs> that quality trilogy. It for is. For sure. Like forget, you know, Pulp Fiction or whatever, the High School Musical movies are like elite. But it's true. I just, I don't know. I think that people just need to stop expecting and like stop being disappointed that they didn't have their High School Musical moment and instead they should like embrace what they did have the glass is half full and not half empty for sure because I feel like how do you even have like like what encompasses a typical high school experience because like obviously everyone's is so different um yeah and it's it's obviously not going to be like the movies but like I feel like going in as like a 12 or 13 year old you don't really like understand that exactly and I kind of wish going into it I did understand that because then I wouldn't be, at least in grade nine and grade 10, and maybe even a bit of grade 11, I was disappointed that I didn't have the ideal high school experience with the parties every weekend and the homecoming Friday night lights and the flashy school dances. Because then I just feel like I'm setting up myself for disappointment all the time. So I think going into this year, you know, expectations of having like, I don't know, the cookie cutter senior year out the window and we're just going to, make the best with what we have for sure and we have so yeah. much and we only have such a little time yeah I mean like <laughs> yeah definitely a global pandemic is not part of the typical high school experience definitely um, not. <laughs> yeah just like going back to the unrealistic expectations I feel like having adults play like like 15 year old kids in yeah. movies like the looks are like amazing and you know I feel like that contributes to like high school kids like I guess feeling in more insecure in themselves like oh like I'm in high school shouldn't I look like I don't know like KJ Appa or like Lily Reinhardt just using Riverdale because why not um (laughs) And then, like, experiences, like, the parties, and, like, somehow they never actually do homework in the movies, so. Yeah. Go figure. (laughs) And, like, going back to the appearance thing, like, going into grade nine, I was like, there are going to be guys, and they're all going to be fully developed when I show up. Like, that's so unrealistic, because how much can someone change between grade eight and grade nine? Like, it's two months, and no one goes through that much puberty Mm. in two months. And, like... (laughs) 
people don't look to like 25 year olds when they're 17 and 16 like I think you know going into grade 12 we all definitely like older but none of us look like grown people like I Mm. think Hollywood I understand why they don't cast minors because I think they're more like legal issues and like scheduling issues or whatever and they can only work a certain amount of hours but still like don't cast a 30 year old to play a 15 year old like (laughs) at least cast like a 19 year old at minimum but still Mm. I feel like just there's so many unrealistic expectations going into high school and like it's it's dumb honestly I I don't support it is dumb yeah no like especially like with all the movies that came out um during quarantine or like shows like Outer Banks like the guy who plays yeah. John B is a 30 year old man like <laughs> he's playing old. a 16 year old yeah. he's basically double our age like yeah take away a few years um what are some of your biggest fears about the future right now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow that hits close to home um I think there are multiple so my biggest fear or not one of my, my biggest fear but like one of my fears is not getting into school which I know is completely unrealistic seeing as like I already got into one um for reference everyone I I got into UCLA yes she did she did that very proud of her but still like I feel like with the quad master system and just knowing my two two of my weakest subjects are the first quad and like my grade 11 average was like good but it wasn't great I'm just I'm worried I'm not gonna get into the school I want to go to which is UBC because like it's so competitive and I'm also worried that like I know that I really want to go to the west coast for university but I'm worried that the pandemic isn't going to be over and I'm going to have to do my first semester like my first university year or even multiple years online and not get the full university experience because like I think with high school obviously having our you know our expectations just set us up for disappointment but I know that university is supposed to be fun and I'm excited for it I don't want it to be stripped away because of the pandemic so I'm a little bit worried for that and that's just kind of short term future worries I don't think we need to get into my fears for the long (laughs) term because we would be here all night and we have beds to be sleeping in so you know I can leave it at that um what are your biggest fears for the future I guess like becoming my own person and trying to figure out what I want to do because I'm one of those people that like I kind of want to do everything you know what I mean like I can imagine my life like playing out in many different scenarios so like I don't know for a while I thought that I wanted to be like a doctor or a nurse and then now it's psychologist and then it's also like author because like I have I'm like passionate about a lot of things and so I feel like it's so hard to narrow it down and be like I don't know it just it's making me panic a little bit I accept change but I'm also kind of resistant to it in the beginning um and it just it feels weird like I don't really feel old enough to be like thinking about university like in my head I'm still kind of five years old um (laughs) which sounds weird but for me it's 
and then also just like about the upcoming year I think there's so much uncertainty I'm also a little bit afraid that I won't get in anywhere um kind of like <laughs> low-key like a fear of failure I don't know who told me this but apparent like I am going to be a hypocrite when I say this because I'm scared of the future but apparently it's not healthy to be scared of the future because it doesn't exist so you're scared of something that doesn't exist so I don't want to try and like you know play down both of our fears and anxiety for the future but I don't think we have to give them too much thought because it's not in front of us right now it can't do mm-hmm. anything to us like it can't eat us we can't step on our faces um <laughs> but yeah I think that I don't know I just the whole thought of having to make decisions for ourselves and just leaving the bubble of high school is a terrifying thing yeah I don't know how to adult oh I sound like a millennial <laughs> like I'm I'm not a wine mom I'm not like a Hufflepuff need my morning coffee live laugh laugh that person <laughs> Hey, I can cut that Let out. Let me get you that <laughs> avocado toast. The red chili <laughs> flakes on top. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I always like enter a state of panic whenever somebody asks me like, what do you want to be when you like go to university or like come out? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like there's like, so much pressure to have it all figured out from like the get-go but like like in reality like sure some people have figured it out but most of us are just also freaking out and I feel like if we talked about it more <laughs> we would feel a little bit less in our heads about it I feel like deciding what we want to do at this moment is like I don't know I feel like it's pointless because so many people change their majors so many people have major career changes like my parents it took them forever to get in their career um but beforehand they like had different interests that they wanted to pursue and like people change their majors you know ah my uncle actually like he was kind of insane and I think he also had loaded parents because like you know he went to med school no he went to law school at Yale and then you know, he got his law degree, he practiced for a bit, and then he decided that he wanted to be a doctor instead. So he went to um, med school at Harvard. So Jeez. just hitting all the Ivy Leagues. I know. I don't know what his parents did. They were probably like drug lords or something. This is like a second <laughs> uncle who I'm not related to. Like it's my mom's cousin's husband. So like he's kind of, you know, out there living his <laughs> own life. Um, but yeah, like, I still have no idea what I want to do and I'm terrified about it but it's also like reassuring knowing that it's not set in stone what we decide what we want to do now yeah for sure so I feel like there's yeah, yeah. oh sorry um oh I, I really like, can go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I feel like there's such this so much pressure that like we put on ourselves to just get it right the first time but like when did anything ever go according to plan? And I feel like, you know, not to get too cheesy and sentimental in the first episode, but, you know, kind of everything happens for a reason, more or less. And, like, life isn't linear. I feel like such a hypocrite saying this, because I literally had a mental breakdown the other day, because life was not going according to plan, because of my <laughs> stupid bike accident. 
uh, listeners for context, I fell off my bike and it crushed my crushed my soul. It barely did anything to my arm, but it just crushed my soul and it just had a mental breakdown. And I thought my life was over, but it's just a little little exit on the road right now. I'll get back mm-hmm. on the highway eventually. But point is, life isn't linear. Life never goes according to plan. <laughs> you never know when you're going to be stupid and fall off your bike. In the words of Harry Styles, what Bella's trying to say here is, physically, she's fine. Emotionally, she's bruised. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I'm bruised all over. <laughs> um, what's something that you wish your grade 9 self had known? Or like advice that you would give them? Oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, don't sweat the small stuff. In grade nine, I bombed French and I like almost bombed geography. Um, and I literally thought it was the end of the world, but literally a year later, it didn't matter. It didn't like fail, like almost failing those two classes. And by almost failing, it's like, you know, the IB fail. I was so uptight about my grades when they didn't matter. Like, I'm doing fine now. Um, and I just, I wish I didn't worry so much about careers class and everything like that, because it doesn't matter. Like, and I was so stressed for no reason when I could have mm-hmm. been enjoying myself a bit more. Like, yeah, I was like hanging out with people, I think. I hope I had friends in grade nine. I honestly don't <laughs> remember. But I I just I could have been a lot happier than I was because I just it didn't register with me that grade nine didn't matter. Um coming into high personality wise, loser, but I used to be I used to care so much about like what other people thought. Um I was so bent on like getting other people to like me. But like I still felt like I had like it took me a while to find the, the friends that um or like that I stuck with do you know what I mean so like yeah I guess it's okay if it takes a while for um you to find your people because I think like what people don't realize is like the people that you meet on the first day of grade nine and you become friends with sure some of them will last all four years but like some of them might just last a couple months um, and it might just be before you find other friends that you like really, really connect with and you love hanging out with. Um, and I think it's important to realize like it's okay if a friendship doesn't last like 20 years and your bridesmaids at each other's wedding to just take your time and it's okay. Just like don't stress about like if you don't find your, your group right away, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, kind of to add on, like, you know, you need to consider that with regards to friends, it's quality over quantity. Because in grade nine, I was like, okay, I want to be so popular because I wasn't popular in elementary school. So I'm going to have all the friends. I'm going to go to all the party. Like, yeah, no, like, that's not how <laughs> life works. Because like 10 years down the line like no one's gonna give a shit as to how many high school parties you went to it's like I would rather have like the same like two to three close friends that I met now and you know still be going over for wine nights at each other's houses when we're old crusty millennial equivalents um (laughs) instead of like have no friends that carried on from this time because you know I was so hell-bent on like wanting to be a partier because mm-hmm. it's just 
I don't know. Also, parties are so overrated. I wish I, another thing I would tell my grade nine self, parties are lame. The first one is fun. Even the second one is fun. And then everything else is just this. I don't even know where I'm going with this tangent. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Moral of the story is quality over quantity parties suck. Yeah. I feel like they're fun if you're with your friends and like, I don't know, you're playing like Just Dance in the Basement. Like, that's a great time. Um, But if you're just in a room with like people that you don't know, it's like super awkward and it can be fun, but like, I would rather just like hang out with like some of my friends. Um, Dude, how do you feel about going into grade 12? I don't know. I know the problem is like not a big deal and like at the end of the day like you still graduate whether or not you walk across the stage and like obviously the class of 2020 had to deal with that um I don't know I feel like we've all been like excited about prom since like it's such a cultural thing you know like not to bring everything back to high school musical because that's my entire personality <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I don't know I'm like I've always kind of been excited at like the idea of dressing up with your friends and like I don't know. Bella, for listeners who don't know, Bella and I go hard at dances. That's all we do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're so good at dancing. We literally, like, at semi, at AB, like, we go so hard. So hard. Nobody else dances because they just, first time for everything. First time for everything. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good time. Um, No, I think, like, honestly, we just have to make the most of it. I'm like, it is what it is, and we just have to, yeah, make the most of it. For sure. You know, live, laugh, love. <laughs> YOLO, flag money. YOLO, swag, you know, Just yeah, have that mentality for grade 12. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I think that's a pretty good place to end off the podcast. Thanks so much for coming in. This was fun. I hope I didn't scare your <laughs> listeners away on the first try because I'd love to come back again. Oh my god. No, no, no. It's all good. Before I go, I want to introduce a little segment of this podcast called Spotlight. Spotlight focuses on highlighting different businesses, platforms, and more owned or created by Black, Indigenous, or people of color that you can go support. So today, the Spotlight is on the Shine app. The Shine app is a mental health and well-being initiative created and owned by two black women, Naomi Hirabayashi and Mara Lidi. According to an interview by Forbes, the goal of the Shine app is to reinvent health and wellness for millennials through messaging technology. Basically, it has a bunch of cool articles about mental health, meditations, pop-up reminders, and it also directs you to different resources. Um, It won the 2019 Google Play Award for a standout well-being app and also the 2019 Webby Award for best lifestyle app. Um, And I can certainly vouch for it. I've had this app for about six months now and it's literally changed my whole routine. It helps when I'm feeling worried or stressed and it's actually slowly turning me into a meditator, which is something I thought I would never get into. So yeah, please go check out the Shine app on the App Store. It's pretty cool. With that, I think the first episode of this podcast is done. Thank you guys so much for the overwhelming love and support that you guys have been showing. It really means the world to me. 
Um, if you want to say hi, have a topic you want to hear about, or want to give feedback, whatever, you can DM us on Instagram at T-I-O-E podcast, or send us a voice message on Anchor at The Importance Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Thank you.